Forsaf, 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 Forsaf. Hey, welcome to Forsaf, or Four Seasons at a Funeral. This is Season 2, Episode 15. Today, we're talking about Season 2, Episode 15 of Fringe, Jacksonville. My name is David, and joining me today are Nick and Charlie. Hi, I'm Nick. Hi, I'm Charlie. <laughs> what hey the fuck was that one? <sighs> I know do you, you don't plan these. <laughs> What do you mean? I, I know you think of them spontaneously, and it's a credit to your creativity, but also, <laughs> what the fuck? This is the reaction I was hoping for. Were you going for, like, a Bloody Mary kind of thing? No. I don't know what I was doing, man. It's been a long day. <laughs> I'm tired. Uh, for me, the day it's only starting. That's, oh. that's a lie, but I'm like, I still have stuff to do after this. It'll be great. I almost had a nap on the couch after I was done at work today. I did have a nap. <laughs> I laid down, ate some pita chips, ate some edible cookie dough, and almost fell asleep. <laughs> that, that is an option. It was a good time. I will uh. also note the pita chips and the cookie dough were consumed separately. I was not dipping the chips into the cookie dough. Why I think not? that would have been better. No, it would have been horrible. <laughs> Y'all's nasty. We still need to do, do it, an episode of our cooking show, Nick. Yes, we do. <laughs> you know, when both of us are able to be in a kitchen together. I mean, yeah. I-, I could do the cooking in my kitchen and just stream like well, video to you so, so you can uh, your comment. Your mom would kill you. So, David, the other problem is <laughs> is part of part of the part of the charm of it was going to be using that microwave, the, the yeah. slowly dying microwave. <laughs> part of the charm was so we had a great idea for a cooking show audience. Um, called Microwave Cooking with David. Title <laughs> <laughs> it, title in, uh, you know, in progress. And uh, every episode uh, would be Nick challenging me to make a different uh, full meal or full dish using nothing but a microwave as my main cooking tool. Which, so it's it's important to note that the microwave that David and I had um, works. It certainly will eventually get your food warm. Um, but it did like, an okay job of cooking bacon that one time. Oh, it's gotten worse though. Um, oh, is it, it just die and die? Well, no. So here's the thing: is it's not. It's just some days it'll have bad days. What? <laughs> so like, I yeah, don't... Nick will go to make like a, a bowl of soup, like Campbell's microwave soup, and the microwave's like, nah, dude. Like I saw my ex on Facebook, and it's not feeling it today. <laughs> well, and no, then it won't heat up. Has manic soup. depression? What? <laughs> No, it's bipolar because sometimes, sometimes it's like I'm not feeling it today, and other times it's like, "Ooh, let's fucking go!" and the hot pocket explodes. Well, no. So the problem is, is it doesn't have those days anymore. But it'll have the days where it's like, "Hey, that that soup that normally takes three minutes to heat up, it's gonna take like seven today." Uh, and then other days it'll be like, "No, nah, it takes three. And if you put it in for seven, your soup's fucked. <laughs> are you sure you're not doing something wrong? No. Yeah. Are you changing the power setting somehow? No. I'm checking. Are the you power using settings. a Are you using a different container? Is that what's fucking good do you are you running the toaster at the same time and it's drawing too much like wattage? voltage, I don't know. voltage. <laughs> no i don't think so is oh god damn it <laughs> <laughs> is um is your uh is your girlfriend uh hair, like hair drying her hair at the same time no <laughs> microwave just be weird sometimes <laughs> Sometimes soup not warm after five minutes. Sometimes soup very warm after five minutes. Why we sudden caveman? <laughs> Why we no caveman? Jacksonville. And- <laughs> <laughs>
Anyways, so other other than uh, shitty microwave problems, David, how's your day been? Because uh, I'm assuming I, that's Nick's recap. Is I have a shitty microwave. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm I'm back. I'm what back here. I I, I'm no longer. I'm back in the, the normal setting, which is good. Oh, okay. Um, I ventured outside of my home to get a flu shot. Um, and then we got Subway on the way back. Subway, eat food. Um, and <laughs> it David, was okay. I, I'm just, I, I'm heartbroken to learn that you're autistic. Wait, why? Because <laughs> oh, you got a vaccine. vaccination. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's already, it's already happened. He doesn't even know what's happened to him. Listen, you can't like, it's, it's, a, it's a spectrum, but vaccine's not going to make me more autistic. <laughs> like. <laughs> David needs more anger management classes now. (laughs) And for context, those aren't actual anger management classes. They're more understanding emotions classes. Listen, they were sold to me as anger management classes. (laughs) Look how you have to sell. Like, how old were you? Were you like 13? No, I was like 9 and 10. It was after the speech lessons. I'd already done that for like three years. I'm sure, listener, at some point you'll hear that entire story. Uh, when when were the walking lessons? No, I never got those. That's why I walk weird. Yeah. <laughs> David does walk weird. Can confirm. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, I was I was trying to convince David that he should you know go out and enjoy this beautiful weather that we've had. Um, while like you know a thousand kilometers uh, west of us, there's like a blizzard happening and it's minus twenty. Uh, <laughs> And David went, yeah, I am enjoying this weather, and pointed to the fact that his blind is slightly open behind him. Because <laughs> it's been just amazing for like a week, which is unheard of in November. Like temperature temperature records the, dating back to like the 70s. Which yay, like, yay. warming. Yeah, yay short term, <laughs> long term, what the fuck? Long term, this is not good. <laughs> Listen, I didn't really get I didn't get my nice week in September. I'll take it in November, damn it. You wear shorts throughout the winter anyways. I yeah, very monster, much enjoyed Nick. this week though. <laughs> Fucking monster. Yep. I'm in my onesie. <laughs> the the shark onesie you bought or one of your other ones? The shark onesie. Oh, oh god, no, I no. hate you even more. The basement's chilly. <laughs> Sorry, I just need to turn David down a little bit. <laughs> hey, Nick, two-man podcast. 69% user volume. Nice. <laughs> oh, nice. Perfect. I can barely hear David now. Yeah. Right. Anyways, uh, uh, Charlie, what have you uh, been up to? We've been looking for an apartment. Ooh, we've been trying, we've been trying to move. Adulting. Yeah, and uh, oh boy, let me tell you, uh, two-car parking with pets kind of sucks yeah two car parking you need i, I guess eventually uh, you will need to need i will need to buy a vehicle yeah in order to, commute to my office that i am been to once um no but we went to go my girlfriend and i we went to go see a place and the pictures looked really nice where it's like okay bedroom might be might be a little bit small but hey look there's a spacious front room and if we really need to we can swap like because one's going to be an office one's going to be a bedroom we can just swap the two uh we show up uh, place smells of like mold and mildew. Mm, that's put, not a good sign. Put no effort into cleaning anything since the tenants moved out. And I swear to God, that front room was maybe five feet across when the photos made it seem like eight. Mm. And we walked in. I looked around a little bit and I turned to my girlfriend. I'm just like, nope. And then we left. Where is this? Is this still in uh, University Town or is this closer to GTA? Uh, 
This was west of where I currently am. Oh, okay. Really Which, west? Oh. As long as we're close to a highway, my commute stays roughly the same. Okay. But yeah, no fair. longer no longer looking in the uh, Guelph area? No, we are. Okay. But that one was then. Yeah. Yeah, but like the, their, their yeah. area is pretty wide. Yeah. Because my girlfriend's job right now, we're walking a tightrope in both directions like if we move east it's closer for me but it's further for her but if we move too far west like it messes yeah. a bunch of stuff up so yeah. we found a happy balance but yeah that's yeah. my update trying to move sucks yeah no i, yep. re- I remember searching yep, for yep, two yep. bedroom apartments it's not a fun time yeah <laughs> i saw like 10 of them before i found the last place i was in mm-hmm. <laughs> let's that move was a on. nice place though yeah let's move on to like something happier TV guide? This oh god, okay. <laughs> a bizarre seismic disaster in Manhattan leads Walter to believe the incident was not geological in nature, but maybe related to experiments with William Bell conducted decades ago in Jacksonville. In the hope of preventing another catastrophe, the division heads to Florida, where Olivia is forced to confront the traumatic traumatic events of her childhood. Fuck, From- almost got it. <laughs> almost. Next time, next time. I can't wait for you to edit in traumatic said properly the first time because you have that power. <laughs> to confront the traumatic effects of events of her childhood. Y- you can find out when I live tweet my editing journey. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we... So just like glimpse behind the curtain, uh, we usually message each other throughout the week and then on the day of we confirm that we're recording and the time. Mm-hmm. And then somebody posts the script that David never follows. And then the TV guy. <laughs> I always and, post it. And yep. usually the chat for where we're posting this is quiet up until we record. But not this time because David started to watch the episode about four minutes after he posted <laughs> that. And he said, and I quote, body horror WTF. What the fuck? Cold open WTF. Which really <laughs> sums up this cold open because what the fuck? Yeah, oh and hey, we, we get we get the classic scream again, but it isn't even a woman scream this time. It's a man scream for the cold open. Is it just one man screaming, though? It should definitely be two. <laughs> Might be two in unison, uh, but yeah. we don't know that yet. Because it's horrific. But... I mean, I had a pretty good guess when I saw the lumps in his shirt. <laughs> like, I don't uh. think they were trying to hide the fact of what happened. It seemed pretty obvious to me. But yeah, you, you get a decent idea, at least because they have the like previously on fringe part in it as well mm-hmm. um, of like, oh, yeah, cool. Um, we're, this is going to be a very plot relevant episode. Oh, cool. <laughs> we're talking about the uh, um, we're talking about parallel universes uh, and all of that in the alternate universe. And yeah, you just open up and you're like, oh, there's nothing about par- like the alternate universe or anything. Just some like weird earthquakes. Oh, man, it um, looks like this guy's going to die. Uh- <laughs> actually, if, mm-hmm. if you're paying attention from the outset. Yep. And probably if you're American, um, you know something is wrong immediately. And why is that? Because they spell Manhattan with one T. Oh, I didn't notice that. That's the weird. Floating, the floating title is Manhattan. That's crazy. Not hmm. Manhattan. I love small shit like that for parallel universes. This, this opening sequence is kind of filled with those little details where, yeah, this guy's walking through an office building and he's got like a nice cup of coffee. He's making sure he's not spilling it because, like, that's annoying. And he's an architect. Uh, he's talking with one of his coworkers. And she's like, oh, my God, is that real coffee? That's when I went, oh, this is the parallel, parallel universe. Yeah. That's what set me off. Yeah. He's and like, he's yeah, talking. I know someone in Hawaii. They're getting yeah. me all this real coffee. Which, yeah, I got, a, I, got a, I got a cousin in Hawaii, and she sends me stuff. Yeah. And then the woman's like, I'll fuck you for some coffee. 
Harley, yeah, that's pretty the subtext. <laughs> yeah, she's like, hit me up if you got more coffee. <laughs> and then like, oh. there's little earthquakes going on. They're like, oh, yeah, just the microquakes. They've been going on all day. Charlie, you drink coffee. Would you I sleep do. with someone for coffee? Like, if Not coffee... at my level of addiction. No, but if coffee disappeared, like it was gone, and that was the only way to get coffee. Okay, but they, the, the fact they say real coffee implies that artificial coffee is a thing. And I would, I would Your drink Your coffee palate coffee. is higher quality than mine. Do you really think you could live with instant coffee? Yeah, I could acclimate it. I, I don't kill myself whenever we stay off, stay at like in-laws place that only have instant coffee. Oh. But you've, you've also not moved up to, to the, the real coffee, quote unquote. I refuse to move <laughs> up to the real coffee. Listen, for this Charlie, exact drinking reason. real coffee is just a curse for your palate. Charlie, it's all gonna, it is. You're going to be really upset when I get you Kona like coffee beans for uh, Secret Santa this year. That's fine. Just drink Dude, it once. I'll, yeah, I'll drink it on a special <laughs> just don't occasion. don't get used to it. But yeah, this is my insurance policy so I don't become a whore in the apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have to sleep for for coffee. <laughs> well, Other people, I will fuck someone for weapons or food. It's not going to be coffee. <laughs> well, David, the equivalent is how, how would how how would you feel about that and cigarettes? Um. <laughs> hey, David. Hot tip: Don't go to prison. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, I I'm pretty okay about the smoking right now. That's good. Hey, David. No vapes. <laughs> yeah, I haven't vaped either. It's crazy. Oh my god. It's incredible. Uh, here. All right. No, 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 no. Anyhow, yeah, there's little earthquakes going on. They're like, oh, yeah, it's just microquakes. We used to get them all the time in California. And you're like, yeah, but this is New York. You're not on a fault line and not destined to break off into the ocean at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, like, if a small tangent, if you look at certain sections of America, who colonized this continent? Yep. I mean, they didn't know about fault lines when they were colonizing, to be fair. I'm sure they had some inkling. My main thing that I always point to is fucking Louisiana and like New Orleans. And they're like, when they were taken through, they're like, hey, look, there's moss on the top of trees. Means we're in a floodplain. They went, ah, the perfect place to build a city. <laughs> what's the, um, like, what uh, the f- what's the, like, Hank Hill TV show where they, King uh, of the Hill? King of the Hill, when they go to Arizona and they're like, <laughs> There's the scene where they're like, 100 degrees, that can't be possible. They get out and they're burning. It's like, ah, <laughs> this city is an abomination. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, what's, what's the city's name? Oh, it's, what's the city's name? Oh, it's Death Valley. Get fucked. Why are you building there? <laughs> and I say that in a country that has, like, areas and territories that are just winter. Yep. We do, in fact, have those just winter areas, and it's great. Like, if but you hey, look we also at, have like, some, like, habitable ones. <laughs> yeah, like Saskatchewan is probably the most habitable one, purely because it's flat. Nothing can fuck with you there. There ain't no hills. You're not going to have avalanches. Believe it, you're it's not currently gonna... blizzarding there. Yeah, other than that, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, Manitoba is entirely uninhabitable, but that's just because it's boring. It's because it's like the worst of the provinces. And conservative. <laughs> I, Sorry, said, I, a, I said I Manitoba, not Alberta. <laughs> Ah, you mean small Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, back on topic already. Um, yeah, we, we, the prologue is yeah. easy, guys. We've got to make it this. <laughs> yeah. The dude, after getting the offer to bang for coffee, which he should have taken her up on, um, the building starts to shake some more, and then it knocks his coffee over onto the new Pentagon project, which I would like to point out, he's very bad at his job, because that's a circle. <laughs> 
It's like a pentagon. That's that's not a pentagon. Listen, what if it had more sides then? What if it had an <laughs> infinite number of sides? Well, no, no, no. We, we, but you and I both know that it can't be a perfect circle, but it's going to have more than five because America is better than five. Hexagon's <laughs> bestagon. Hey, hey, no quoting CG, CGP Grey on this podcast. <laughs> I too watch those videos. You can't sneak that by me. Um, yeah, and then the floor shakes and um, the light, like some light flashes. And when he, like, opens his eyes, oh, fuck, there's a metal beam in his shoulder and he's on the floor. Yep. And you're like, you're like, okay, that's bad. That's okay. That's 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 bad. But, like, that's yeah. still okay. And then it slowly s- zooms out and he has an extra pair of arms, an extra pair of legs. And you're like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> yeah. And then and then he starts to scream. And that's the cold open. And that's where David's like, why? <laughs> why would you do this? JJ, it would cost you no money to not film this scene. <laughs> this this scene cost you money, even. <laughs> yeah, so this is terrible. Fucking horrible. <laughs> but hey, it's it's okay because immediately after the cold open, Peter gets a phone call at like two a.m. and Olivia's like, "Hey, we got to go to New York. Some weird shit happened." And Peter wakes up Walter and goes, "Hey, we got an all-expense paid trip to New York City. Like we won one." And Walter goes, "That's wonderful." I've never won anything before in my life. And I'm like, oh, that's just such a solid <laughs> fucking line. Um, I'm but, surprised Walter didn't comment about wanting to go see a show again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not this time, though. Well, he actually gets to go to New York this time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, we arrive in New York. Um, and oh, boy, that, uh, that FBI like, uh, squad that they got from last, uh, <laughs> from last episode really must be uh, cutting on the budget pretty hard because Broyles is driving the car himself. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, it is just Boreal's like driving. I saw that. I was like, "That's weird." Your boss also decided to come, and he's just like, "All right, I got the rental car. We're going." Again, it's crazy how often Boreal's is going to the scenes of crimes now. (laughs) I I will say, as a possible in-universe explanation, it's either they have to have like they can have random FBI agents assigned from like New York field offices to to go and attend to this crime scene, but they still need the head of Fringe and. Who knows, maybe Congress and the Senate has been like, hey, Broyles, you need to get more fucking involved because the people you've hired are insane and we want some accountability. (laughs) Or alternatively, so many FBI agents have complained about Walter that Broyles has to chaperone Oh, I like that headcanon. That's that's, that's that's a good headcanon right there. So many FBI agents have been like, sir, I refuse to drive him around. He's drugged me three times in an attempt to escape. I can't do it anymore. And like I, I want to be arresting him because all he talks about is, is making his own drugs. <laughs> yeah, he keeps uh, trying to sell me drugs. Yeah, yeah. But hey, all of this conversation is happening in the car um, as they are driving to the scene of the crime, and Broyles is trying to explain that no, 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 don't worry, Walter. It's not because all the rest of the FBI hates you. Uh, <laughs> and they make it to uh, the FBI building, um, and the building looks kind of weird. Well, it's not an FBI building. It's just or not, not an FBI building, just a regular old building. Um, yeah, and they're like, oh, there's some quakes. How many people survived? And Bros is like, none. Zero. <laughs> Bros looks at them and then goes, Jones! <laughs> Points to a <laughs> random man in the distance. <laughs> and he's like, this is your FBI contact. <laughs> but um, yeah, they walk through the building and... Um, there's a lot of not okay people in there. <laughs> yeah, my my notes for the cold open are brown pentagon bad at his job. Oh fuck, that's not cool. Oh fuck, that's still not cool. And then oh fuck, that's still really not okay. 
up uh, to the scene. Because yeah, we uh, start to go inside and we see a lot of dead people, but they're they're definitely they've definitely got extra limbs. Um, well, like I I wouldn't say just extra limbs. Two people. Some of are them like are half- like. Yeah, they're they're just spider people now. Two people are like half fused together. Somebody has their hand inside another person's skull. Yeah, there's also the two heads that are like facing each other. Yeah, yeah. I, don't... I just I hated this. This this was horrible. I... Yeah, that's that's the only way to explain it is I hate it. Cool, I hate it. I want to know how they did. Like, <laughs> I want to hear all the special effects on all of this, and I cannot wait to get to that part. That that was also my first thought is, was this practical? Because those are probably, like, dummies that they made up, like, molds of actual actors' faces. But for the dude, how oh, did they do that? I don't is know. That really is so, that VFX? So, like, so to get, we'll get to it. Yeah, to get to the dude, um, they're looking at all of this, and everyone's like, oh god, this is not okay. Um, Walter gives a possible explanation of like, oh look, they... Um, it was a quantum, was like a earthquake. quantum earthquake. And their molecules got all separated, and then they, they rearranged wrong. And this, is, this is why we don't do teleportation, folks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, and then someone's like, could this happen? Olivia's like, could this happen naturally? Ugh. And Walter's like, possibly, but if it did, then that means God has a more disturbed sense of humor than even I could have imagined. <laughs> Which is just two really solid Walter lines early on this episode. It's oh, going to yeah. be good. Um, but hey, uh, all of a sudden, they found a survivor. Um, and the entire fringe, fringe team runs up to the survivor, um, who is our uh, man, Ted, from earlier in the episode, who is definitely still impaled. Um, yeah. Medics are like, we don't know how to stop this. This, this guy's... Uh, <laughs> if, we, if we remove him from this pillar, he'll die. Yeah, he'll probably just die. Uh, yeah. But hey, don't worry, he'll die anyways. Uh, <laughs> but not yeah. before we get a couple questions from him. Well, he's, he's like, hey, call my wife. And then Burroughs comes back and he's like, that dude ain't married. That dude ain't married. No indication he is either. <laughs> yeah. But he's like, oh, there were some dogs barking earlier because Olivia's like, hey, what happened before the earthquakes? Or before this happened? And he's like, well, the dogs were howling and then there's the microquakes on all day. And Peter's like, ain't none of that shit happened in Manhattan. <laughs> yeah, we would know. And so Walter, Walter's looking at a picture and he kind of peels away some wall plaster and there's a different painting. And yep. he's like, ah, oh, fuck, I know what happened. And he runs over and he's like, hey, dude, what year is it? And the guy's like, 2010. He's like, who's president? Obama. And immediately you know that's wrong because it's 2020 and Trump's president. Oh, no. <sighs> and then Walter asks the biggie where it's like on 9-11, where did the planes hit? And the guy's like, oh, that one's easy. The Pentagon and the White House. And you're like, mm, 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 mm. That's not it. There. One of these things yeah. is not like the other. <laughs> yes to the Pentagon, kind of. No to the White House. And you missed a you missed two biggins. But hey, and, um and then he dies. Yeah. Those are his final words is yeah, nine eleven, his, I remember. The Pentagon and the White House. Yeah. Like, but hey, I'm glad uh, they don't managed worry, to get the information out of him before he just croaked. Yeah. Well that um, was his and- that was his first death. Yeah, uh, but hey, don't forget, they also fed him some ice that time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Poor dude. No liquids, but he's allowed ice because that won't turn into liquid. Well, I think it's... Yeah, I don't I, I didn't understand that. <laughs> I, I don't know enough about medical stuff to understand, to like know what's going on with that, but that didn't feel right to me. Um, but hey, um, it happened. Uh, 
and uh, oh no, he's dead. Well, um, oh oh wait, what's this lump underneath his shirt? Oh look, it's another head in his body. What the fuck? There'd be another face there coming out of one of his nipples. <laughs> well, not even coming out of, just replacing. Yeah. And like, oh, oh, no, I don't like looking at it. It's not, it's really well done. I will it give is. them that. It's really well done. It's also the most horrifying, unlike, one of unlike the most horrifying of the later, I've seen. Today. Unlike some of the later CG in this episode, <laughs> this is really well done. <laughs> I only say one of the most horrifying things I saw today, because I just finished an episode of The X-Files where there was infectious larvae that spread through like pustules popping and so many people got a face full of pus that episode mm. and it wasn't good it wasn't good delicious <laughs> <All right. laughs> but um basically walter walter then goes hey uh, remember how i was talking about that quantum earthquake nah that didn't happen um there's now two buildings in this one building uh one of them's from the other <laughs> universe and uh it just came to our universe i guess uh, and doesn't really explain it further from that it's just like yep that that happened <laughs> Uh, remember, remember that thing we were talking about about um, what happens when the two universes collide. It happened here. Um, only difference is one of them didn't survive. The buildings are fine, I guess, but the people certainly didn't survive. Oh, that's in poor taste. The Fringepedia has a picture of like torso head, but the picture name is called upset stomach. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Aww. Oh, Fringepedia, why? This is why you got shut down. <laughs> Her tasteless <laughs> remarks and bad ellipses. So many ellipses. Thank you, French Peter. <laughs> I appreciate you. Um, we then cut, I think, back to... Oh, no. Uh, Walter says he's getting the body transported back, and Olivia's like, I know how this happened. William Bell warned me that, these two, that the universes would be colliding, and this is because of that. Uh, Newton, who, in case you've forgotten, and I don't blame you, is kind of like the series, the season's bad guy. He's now threatening British man after they got rid of um, uh, Jones. Newton. <laughs> it doesn't have the same no. same ring. <laughs> uh, she's so she's convinced that Newton did this, and then they go back to the lab for the autopsy. And Astrid is like, "No, I ain't doing this. I ain't touching this. This yeah. is too fucked up for me." And I'm like, "This is where you draw the line." That's that's a pretty okay line to. Me. Uh, <laughs> I feel like she's seen worse. Like, don't worry about the fact that there was that <laughs> dead body that was fine in that one location, but then Astrid opened the body bag in the other, and it was really not okay. Um, or how about when? Yeah, but she, she never like, saw it when it was fine. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah fair. But, but also, or how about when the body just like spewed out bugs? Honestly, this is worse. Like this, I, I yeah, that's honestly where I would draw like, the line. Even if, if you know, like, hey, by the way, these are two people. Um, uh, that's that's on a that's on a different level to me. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, Walter's it's like just okay. really conjoined twins. Yeah. Suddenly, really conjoined. suddenly conjoined twins. Uh, Walter's <laughs> like, that's fine. Like, I understand. Go sift through the contents of the business building. Um, I don't know why I call it a business building, office building, and uh, find anything that's like doesn't belong as she pulls out a notebook merged with a telephone. <laughs> and, and, uh, and a silver collar <laughs> with... Oh, yeah, that's that's the other thing I was going to bring face. up. Um, yeah. She pulls out a Nixon silver dollar. And I have some questions about this. 
<laughs> Why is Nixon on a silver dollar in that universe? What series of events led Nixon to being celebrated enough that he got put on a silver dollar? Did Watergate never happen? On the, on the same sort of thing as a giant fucking eagle landing on the moon. <laughs> yeah, they also... I feel like you're also just kind of like... Watergate happened, but everyone was really into it. (laughs) Watergate happened, but everyone was into it? Yeah, that's an option. I was going to say, he either either didn't get caught, like Watergate, the entire scandal never happened, or he just never resigned and people got real chill with it and like forgot about it in two months and they're like, yeah, whatever. But yeah, no, uh, Walter makes sure to comment, go, ooh, it's terrible. Horrifying. Just the worst. But then Astrid pulls out this like double decker car toy and she's like, oh my god, do you think they drive double decker cars on the other side? It's like, no, Astrid, it's just a fucking toy. Well, like, what god. if they did, though? <laughs> well, I mean, we technically drive double decker cars here. They're called buses. Exactly. Yeah, but that's very obviously a car. Like, that's a four wheeled vehicle. <laughs> it's yes. a bad idea. You topple over so quickly. There's a reason there's not double decker cars. Someone yeah. has tried it, I guarantee you. And it just, they're too top heavy. You'll die. Most likely. Um, but yeah, Walter all of a sudden remembers. <laughs> yeah, um, and he's like, oh dear, I'm remembering, and I know what's happening next. And you're like, ah, fuck, not this again. Dun, dun, dun. We're having one of these Walter, Walter's experiments, but like he's slowly remembering things. But also that he, so he calls Peter and Olivia and is like, come back, like, you need to come back to Boston, like, I know what's going on. And Peter and Olivia are in an office with broils, and they, there's a photo of Newton with his with some people dressed up as construction crew workers. So Olivia's mm-hmm. like, see, this is proof he did it. And I would like to say this is the second time some weird people have dressed up as construction workers and caused another universe event to occur. No, because what you do. Jones's guys never dressed up as construction workers. They just stood in traffic like they didn't care. <laughs> I feel like that's similar. Listen, I feel like that's, it's that, better. That, that represents the same aura of a construction worker. Uh, <laughs> standing in front of traffic not caring yeah, yeah fair. <laughs> but walter calls them while still holding his rubber gloves that he was using during the autopsy autopsy that are covered in blood that phone needs to be sanitized probably thrown out what but the hey, fuck is wrong with you walter it's important it's important that he mentions what's going on um and yeah they um head back and walter gives um his great funny little story of oh look Remember that time that all those MIT students put a car around a uh, <laughs> a statue? A car around a statue? Haha! <laughs> well, isn't that so funny? Oh no, those weren't MIT students. There's a reason they never could figure out how that happened. That's because it was me. <laughs> <laughs> and I love, I love Peter because he's like, oh, this was um, William Bell and I. We attempted to send things to the other universe. And Peter's like, oh, well, first attempts are messy. And he's like, this wasn't our first attempt. <laughs> You don't want to hear about the first attempts. (laughs) We settled with those outside of court. No, they didn't need to. They never came. They went missing. (laughs) Yeah. Can't see you if they're dead. Yeah, but then doubles of them came back an hour later. Yeah. (laughs) And that's what Walter explains is when you send something to the other universe, there's kind of a payment. Something of equal mass has to be sent back so that you can't just dump into one universe it always sends something back here's where i come up with my one problem with this episode which is everyone's pretty smart in this situation they should have just started doing the math for buildings right now like right this instant right because that was my first thought yeah uh yeah. was immediately okay let's weigh every building <laughs> but hey um they have a different idea because walter remembers how um right before this happens um the objects will display some sort of glimmer um, is how someone once said it. 
Uh, so vague. Yeah, he's so like Nick, Nick level vague. Well, no, yeah, it was it was me level no. vague. Like, it is being it, vague about this. It is Nick le- level vague because he's like someone describes it as a glimmer, and then in the same scene goes <laughs> Olivia called it a glimmer. <laughs> yeah, because Olivia calls it like, out. Why were you so vague? Because <laughs> he didn't want to. You get were going out. to explain it right away. <laughs> Listen, Walter's just protecting the identities of his, um, like, the past people who were in his experiments. <laughs> They're all dead. <laughs> Olivia isn't. Hey, a couple of them are alive. Like uh, Most of them are dead. Ghost Network dude, he's out there, as we all know. Yeah, he's out there ghost- still receiving communications from drug cartels. <laughs> I think it would have been better if there was, like, a deleted scene somewhere in another episode where he comes back and he's like, could you get me satellite TV? <laughs> <laughs> That's my fan fiction that I want to write. <laughs> what if you had satellite TV in your head on demand? <laughs> the football game is never far away. Football, football game is always happening in your head with DVR. Satellite DVR. <laughs> you just suffer immense auditory and visual hallucinations, <laughs> but you get to see the Vikings game. You can watch the Vikings lose in all their glory and be hey. so disappointed. Hey, all three of our teams won this week. Yes, but it doesn't matter now for me and my team. We should have been tanking, goddammit. Hey, my team's my team's a half half uh half game. Now we're gonna be stuck with cousins for another year. You uh, you're gonna be stuck with cousins till the end of his contract. Yes. Uh, but hey, no one's no one's taking that contract, but that's beside the point because it's not fringe. Although that contract signing is pretty fringe science. At least we still have Dalvin. It's important to note that we we do, on the other hand, we going back to the NFL. We do need to go and investigate uh, in one Antonio of those Brown. Like, <laughs> one of those. Terrible it's weird cities. how he keeps getting signed. Yes, that must be a fringe event. <laughs> Who the? F- how is he allowed in the league? That's what I want to know. It's a good question. Uh, it's important to note he has talent. Uh, Ugh. Yeah, but he's 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 not worth the trouble he does off the field. Hey, he called multiple out teams, he, multiple teams disagree, and that's he that's because they out, haven't that's because they haven't had him yet. Yep. <laughs> like, he, he called out chances. Robert Kraft by name. I'm surprised he wasn't blackballed for that alone. <laughs> like. But yeah, he called out an owner and talked to a random NFL talk. Yes, we're nerds, (laughs) but we also like football for some reason. But but focusing on Blake Bortles instead, we're going to Jacksonville. Duval. Uh, (laughs) Hey, hey, just like the Packers next week, where Aaron Rodgers is only 12 touchdowns away from being the seventh quarterback to hit 400 career touchdowns, and he'll be the first to do it with under 100 interceptions. Yeah, baby. I hope he throws nothing but interceptions. (laughs) He doesn't because he's good. All right, so. We're going to Jacksonville, because that's <laughs> where Olivia grew up. Your last quarterback was angry at the Packers, so he signed with Minnesota to throw away his final years. So, the three of them <laughs> go to Jacksonville. It's crazy. They do need to get some permission <laughs> from Broyles first. Broyles <laughs> is like, you sure you want to do this? This sounds fucking crazy. And Olivia's because like, it is. Yeah. He promised me free LSD. It's fine. But it's important to note that well, it's hey, just like everyone's like, are you sure center. you want to subject yourself to these uh, experiments? So we so we arrive in Jacksonville <laughs> and we go back over to the daycare that Olivia grew up in. David is gone, and that's okay. That's because Charlie don't and I are here. Uh, don't mention it. Just talk <laughs> normally. This is my normal. <laughs> don't topic. draw attention to it. I can edit around it. <laughs> You can edit this too, you motherfucker. No, now it's staying in. <laughs> Good, I was about to make a request. 
<laughs> well, so so they so they arrive in Jacksonville. Um, they go back to um, Olivia's um, daycare where she grew up and where the Texafan trials have. And hey, don't worry, Massive Dynamic bought the entire um, military base and closed it down, almost like they knew this was super illegal um, and like really not okay, and did their best to hide it from everyone. Uh, uh, and this is this is where the episode goes like full bore. Like, yeah, they did experiments on children, and you're gonna understand the full consequences and implications of that. Yeah, because <laughs> they walk in, and it's just like it looks like a daycare, and it's like our kids are happy kids, and it's in this abandoned oh. old medical experiment military base. It's and Olivia's really, like, "What the fuck?" And it's like Walter, really not cool. <laughs> yeah, Walter's like, "There's 16 items in this room from the other side." Um. And Olivia's like, I don't see a glimmer on dick all. And Walter's <laughs> like, yeah, I figured I'm going to have to jack you full of Cortexafan. Um, so Walter goes through a box and he finds an old pair of glasses and he puts them on, kind of like stares at his reflection. And I, he looks very happy because I think this, he's like, I did something amazing in this area. And he doesn't quite remember the full consequences of what he did, <laughs> but he will. Yep, Olivia will remind him. <laughs> Um, and yeah, um, to, to go through, essentially we get the whole, um, like homecoming for Olivia in a sort of way and everything just seems like a daycare. Like it just seems like, you know, it, <laughs> it all seems fine until you go to the one room where they've got all of the like lab equipment in there. Um, but Hey, uh, that's okay. Olivia, come into this one classroom. Um, and tell me if there's <laughs> anything weird in this classroom. Cause there are 16 objects in here that are from the other universe. And this Ooh. is where we went and tested our kids, I guess. Oh man. If only I brought that up at the beginning of this talk, I yeah. already said this. Oh, sorry, Charlie. Um, I do like, I'm how... the one with the bad connection right now. Jeez, yeah. Nick. <laughs> I was, I was doing my very slow and talking and trying to get us back on track and I just avoided everything. I just stopped if listening you, to both of you. <laughs> if you go slow, I am going to look for tangents. Yep. But at least it gets done. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> does it, does it though? The fact that we're on this tangent shows that it doesn't. All right. So then... <laughs> Olivia, Olivia's in the chair and she's all hooked up to this stuff. And Walter's like, okay, Peter, put the IV of Cortexavan, put it in her left arm. Oh, wait, no, is it her right arm? And he does, like, pat your head, rub your belly, and then switches, and he's like, yeah, 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 right, right, right. Yep, um, and, and that's, that's and the scientific method. <laughs> and then switches back again, his, like, left arm, and he's like, hey, um, in order for this to work, you're going to find an obstacle that is going to raise your emotions. This is going to be a very personal obstacle, so I can't tell you what it is. Just know that there's something there that's going to make you freak out. And then Olivia's like, oh, yeah, I'm walking on sunshine or something like that. Yeah. A um, very drugged up just yeah. response. And Walter's like, She's oh, singing drugs. In the rain. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I'm singing in the rain. And Walter's like, ah, oh, good. The drugs are working already. Maybe it was the right arm. <laughs> and Peter kind of gives well. him a look like what? But hey, we're um... We're, we're, we're into now. we're into Olivia Olivia's head again this time in season two though so um, many times just in Olivia's head <laughs> and um, yeah she's in the forest and there's like this little girl there and the girl's freaked out and there's like something in the woods to be spooky stuff happening yeah some spooky things are happening and Olivia's like you don't have to be afraid and then's like what's your name little girl Br blonde girl with blue eyes 
Blonde girl who looks Blonde girl who's like... very obviously me. Yep. <laughs> Blonde girl with blue eyes who's obviously me in my brain on my drug trip. And the girl's like, Olive. Ooh. <laughs> and then <laughs> Olivia like turns away for a second and then she's gone and um then jumps back and the kid's face like her eyes are like fucking rolled half rolled back and like ugh, it's weird A genuine jump scare because yeah. you're like what the fuck's wrong with your face yeah it's like not okay and then she wakes up and walter's like oh goody the drug worked and olivia's like you did this to fucking kids you monster <laughs> it is yeah. pretty fucked up and then Walter kind of, like, gets what's happening. He's like, we have to get back to work. And you kind of, like, he shuts down a little bit because, like, he knows he did bad. But he's also like, okay, if I don't, people are going to die. So let's hurry this up. Let's go. Let's go. Walter's no longer as excited about what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, yeah, we go back into the classroom. Uh, Olivia starts picking up different objects. You're like, God damn, it must be working. And no, <laughs> none of these objects mean anything to her. What do you guys think the 12 objects or the 16 objects were? The desks and chairs. That'd be the ultimate misdirect. <laughs> S- stickers on the wall. Um, I imagine they would have to be really innocuous because you don't want false positives, right? With them yeah. just claiming things are and then getting lucky. So, like, I think they'd be really just red. Like, it's the door to the room. Do, <laughs> you, like think shit they, like that. do you think they took these, this idea, like, writers took this idea from, like, the... The Dalai Lama reincarnation stuff. Do you mean like the uh, finding the Dalai Lama's reincarnation by like his favorite objects or some shit? Yeah, yeah, his favorite. Like they, oh, we think you might be the reincarnation. Oh, look, he picked up his favorite toy when he was yeah. a kid. I mean, probably. Like that's been around for a really long time. Yeah. Like, um, it's what the it's what Avatar was uh, referencing when they did the whole uh, like the Last Airbender sequence, right? Yeah, for for Aang. Which I feel like they even did that one, especially because the uh, air nomads were supposed to be based off of Tibetan monks. Yeah. Like, very specifically, yeah. Yeah, probably. I think the idea behind it of picking up a random object and just from that act, like knowing someone's special, I think is a very like common trope. So okay. yeah, it makes sense why they're doing it here. Yeah. But hey, as of right now, Olivia's not special because she can't find any of the objects. No. Uh, but um, they've been coordinating with Massive Dynamic to find out when the next shift or merge is going to happen by tracking mm-hmm. quake activity. And Nina Sharp is like walking in New York and she hears some dogs barking. And if you remember from the intro sequence, that's one of the portents of disaster. Yep. Dogs um, can sense parallel universes. Dogs can sense everything. They can sense Terminators. They can sense <laughs> ghosts. Like man's best friend warning them of everything. Um, and so she calls Broyles, who then calls Olivia, and I feel like you could have just cut out the middleman and have Nina call Olivia, but, you know, <laughs> whatever. Um, Listen, Broyles, Lance Riddick has a certain amount of screen time he needs to get in every episode. <laughs> <laughs> this is before the Destiny money came in. <laughs> he, needed, he needed that. Papa Broyles needed that money. <laughs> Papa Broyles gonna get that money. <laughs> Uh, anyway, Olivia, they call Olivia and it's like, hey, shit's starting to go down. Uh, so Olivia tries to find Walter and peeks in a, a classroom or a side room and um, sees Walter watching a videotape of her when she first used her power. And I think we've seen this videotape before. Yes. Yes. Like, and this is the first Ol- time here <laughs> that Olivia gets yeah. to see it. But it's Olivia in the corner of this room and everything is like black and burnt. And... Mm-hmm. 
Olivia's like, what happened the first time I used my power? And Walter's like, this happened. You started a fire with your mind. Brain fire. I love that that was the side effect of her powers, by the way. It's just like, yeah, you got some pyrokinesis as well. That, that was a weird side effect. Would it be pyrokinesis or would it be her viewing realities caused so much friction between them that it just started fires? I would argue that that's a form of pyrokinesis. It's like pyrokinesis. (laughs) See, I always thought of pyrokinesis as being able to telekinetically excite the molecules in a thing, causing fire. Right, and if her looking into a parallel universe causes enough friction and like causes that to happen, I would say that the pyrokinesis is a side effect. But that's not pyrokinesis, that's just combustion as a side effect. It's a fun one. Alright, anyways. uh... (laughs) Before we get sidetracked into a too real superpower debate, yeah. <laughs> Which is my favorite kind of debate. <laughs> you guys can talk hey, about it you, later. If you want that, tweet at us and Dave and I will do it. Yeah, hey, uh, listeners, will. if you want us to do a RPG session, uh, a new oh. version of Fate came out called Fate Condensed. Um, I'd be happy to run that and we'll do ultra realistic superheroes. Oh, God. Oh, God. All right. Anyways, back into the back into the episode here. Um, like Nick's about to go off on us, Olivia goes off on Walter. Oh yeah, <laughs> Olivia not pleased about Walter, um, and for good reason. Um, they're like the, the, from what we saw from those Cortexavan uh, like drug trip, the, they were abusing these children and you know drugging them. Like there's there's a lot of not good things that they did to these children. Um, and Olivia makes sure to mention that like you were doing this to defenseless, scared children. Walter's uh, like, ah, oh, perfect. We need you to be defenseless. You're, she's you're like, not that's like that what we're missing. <laughs> you're not like she's that She's grown too powerful. <laughs> he, no. She's like, not the point of the rant, Walter. But what? <laughs> no. Instead, instead, she. Well, basically, what happens here is he's is he's like, you're right. You developed a bunch of terrible coping mechanisms where you you take your fear and turn it into anger, and that's what makes you good at your job as a cop. Uh, <laughs> that's what makes you useless. <laughs> as Yoda once said, fear leads to anger anger leads to hatred hatred leads to loss loss leads to the dark side oh my god guys fringe is just pre-star wars (laughs) (laughs) olivia's only in the anger stage but yeah um walter's like we need to make you scared uh but i don't know how to do that um and olivia doesn't know either uh because Olivia doesn't know fear. Olivia yeah. doesn't know fear anymore. She doesn't remember so, anything from here. <laughs> yeah, she goes into the room where she started the fire like 25 years ago. And Peter's like, are you all right? And she's like, no, Peter, I'm not all right. I'm not scared of anything. I'm like, bullshit. You were terrified at the beginning of this very season. Get shot and get stuck in a car crash again and we'll be fine. That'll <laughs> <laughs> make everything all sparkly for you. <laughs> like, just be in a coma and lose days. You're cool. Ugh. But hey, um, in the real world, shit's getting worse. Yeah, back back in back in not Florida, you know, you know, the real world. Oh uh, no, geez. I was I was talking about like uh, uh, like now. Listen, this episode's not coming out for a bit. We have no idea. This, this could be too soon, Charlie. Yep. You don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> Preemptively, just like blanket statement, shit has gotten worse. I feel like I could make that statement. <laughs> what three weeks in advance? <laughs> We'll be in December. It'll be fine. It'll be worse. Uh, but hey, um, back back in New York, um, things things not going good. Um, 
caveman they, back. There have been there have been four <laughs> tremors um, in the last two hours. Um, but don't worry, Olivia, Peter, and Walter have magically plane teleported back to New York now um, and are back to try and solve things. Perels is like, hey, by the way, um, did, did you did, did did the thing work? Are you are you super again? Um, <laughs> But, you know, in the Broyles way of being like, yeah, no, this won't affect your job security. But also, did, did you go do the thing? I mean, you say teleport. A flight from New York to Jacksonville is only two hours and they're the FBI, so. Really? Okay, cool. Well, yeah, um, they, 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 they do uh, a quick trip back up. Um, and um, Olivia makes sure to go to Broyles. No, um, Walter's just crazy. Uh, I cannot, in fact, see all of these objects. Um, and Bros is like, damn, well, all right, time to go to plan B. Don't worry, massive dynamics doing a bunch of shit right now. Um, let's, let's make, uh, the bishops work on it instead. Um, yeah, and... but Brandon's back. My favorite boy yeah. is back. Brandon is back. You want to, you want to leave the Brandon scene here, Charlie? Uh, yeah. Well, no, I, I never watched this far. I forget what happened. Why? <laughs> Why are you like this, Charlie? Okay. Uh... I watched half the episode. <laughs> And then I went downstairs for my pita chips and cookie dough, almost took a nap, and then I had a virtual virtual house viewing, and then I watched the X Files. Uh, <laughs> That's right, well, why I'm like this. Well, I watched the last part of the episode. Uh, David, maybe you watched the last part of the episode. Uh, I watched it. I'm just useless when it comes to the recaps. I've seen this episode twice. I vaguely remember what happened. I know Brandon's like, hey, let's narrow the search. And Walter's like, you can't narrow the search. It's random. And they're like, but what if it wasn't? Because it needs to be the same. Yeah, it needs to be the same mass. A equals B. Uh, and so now they start calculating the rough, the rough volume and mass of the building to see which ones would be likely candidates. Which I'm which... like, that's also super iffy that if that that would work because you have to account for like wiring and pipes and well, so so yeah if you're going to exact mass there's going to be some issues mainly because you can't weigh buildings it's not how it works and we learned that here when they go yep there's like 150 possible yeah. matches spread out across yep. new york yeah um and, and then things things yeah. are not looking good um Peter goes Turns down out, to make supercomputer run faster by disabling all their firewalls and antivirus yeah. and things. But it all turns out essential stuff. Turns out you can't math your way out of every solution, to which I'm sure no salt will be dismayed. But then uh, Walter's like watch alarm goes off, and he's like, "35 hours are up. Um, one building is going to disappear, and the people inside are going to die. And it could happen at any moment. Isn't isn't that nice?" Um, but yeah, um, while Peter's going down to make supercomputer run faster, uh, he's adding more RAM to it and things, you know, all the good stuff. Uh, yeah. Olivia Download, meets with Broyles. That quickly downloading more RAM. <laughs> Turns out it would have worked if Walter didn't buy into downloadmoreram.com. Yep. <laughs> the virus actually, they would have gotten it down to like three, but Walter <laughs> injected a virus and it fucked it all up. <laughs> but That's Olivia- my headcanon now. Olivia meets with Broyles, and Broyles goes, yeah, uh, what, what, how many people are in the, like, the largest of these buildings? Uh, 500? Uh, I think that the panic that this might cause if we were to release that everyone has to leave all their buildings, there'd probably be more deaths than just if the building disappears. To be fair, Broyles is right. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. If the FBI randomly evacuated, like, a hundred buildings in New York, the panic would be immense. Especially because then when you give the explanation of, uh, sudden 
Teleportation of a building? Yeah. Yeah. Sudden demolition is what they used. (laughs) Yeah, we just... (laughs) But yeah, um, basically Burles is like, yep, I think these people are just going to die. That's what's going to happen. Sorry, Olivia, go be better at your job. Uh, I'm going to go get a muffin. Does does anyone want anything? (laughs) And just strolls out of the room. His scene's done for the episode. Yep. Uh, And Olivia Um, goes, fine, I guess I'll do better at my job. Peter, I'm scared now. Well, she's like, I'm upset I could get to work. And then Peter's like, it's okay. Just give me Peter's smoochy like, smoochy. Peter's like, ooh, a vulnerable woman. My favorite. <laughs> my type. And But hey, this is what Olivia's afraid of love. Ooh. Ooh. Peter leans the in to un- kiss Olivia. And Olivia's like, wait, no, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> Boys have cooties. Ew. <laughs> Which is, um, and, then, and then it works. Not a and great then look she can- Man, also, can we, can we point out that like I was fairly certain that the scene that happened later was going to happen at exactly this moment? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's fair. But I was it's like, a oh, good- cool. They're going to have that <laughs> right now. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good end of episode scene. Yeah, um, but we'll get back to that. Yeah, because uh, Olivia, her her vision power activates, and I would love to see a side effect of this vision power being she has like laser power? beams. She can see like she can see stuff from other dimensions, but she also melts it <laughs> if she looks at stuff for too long. She gets psychos beams, and she's like Superman laser vision. She's like, look there, and they're like, we know what you're talking about. Please close your eyes. But yeah, um, she's like, oh my god, I'm scared. Let me go look at, let me go look at New York. Um, and happens to pick a window Hot. that shows her the bad CG shimmery the, building. The New York skyline always calms me down when I'm about to kiss a man. <laughs> what? She, grew, she, she grew up on sleep. <laughs> no, that's a bad that does, joke. That doesn't even make sense. Well, well no, I was going to say, was that what Barney did in How I Met Your Mother? Just go up to the New York, like the top of the Empire State Building? Oh, the, no, that joke does make sense. Uh, yeah, she the, grew up on Sleepless in Seattle. Because that's where they meet on the Empire State Building, right? I'm getting that reference correct? I don't know. I haven't watched Sleepless in Seattle. None of us have seen Sleepless in Seattle? Yep. Okay, hey, cool. Listener. Uh, that's right. <laughs> the one of you. Hey, listener. Uh, <laughs> do you watch Sleepless in Seattle? Do you know what we're talking about? Okay, thank you. Tweet at us. <laughs> no, just you like, I want to know. You, you got it. You don't. You don't have to say anything. Just, just, just Listen. in your head, acknowledge us, please. Yeah, that's that's all I'm looking for. I'm, I don't. We don't need that other stuff. Just thanks. <laughs> thanks for thinking about us. Uh, I'm yeah. curious how how many. Okay, let's play a quick tangent game. Um, no, no, we're many... almost done, David. No, we're almost done. No. How many downloads do you think episode one of the podcast has right now? uh 52 52 you're crazy 19 (laughs) um let me check all right well one you don't even have to fucking know okay we're taking care of this once we're done the episode god yeah 35 Um, oh okay um but yeah um that's like the middle i wasn't that far off uh olivia then um instead of getting peter to go or instead of going hey peter like tell me what that like what that building is olivia then goes into her car and drives out okay uh, but i really thought she would at least point the building out to someone else from the because, viewpoint because they're all not like just we don't start, remember not just start driving towards like it. like they're like what building and she's like get me a laser pointer and she's like bing that building and they're like cool we had that laser pointer tied into massive dynamics gps system that's the building it's been evacuated let's go home well, but no, no <laughs> olivia yeah she's speeding through new york yeah because there there obviously were no other identifying buildings anywhere close to that one uh, yeah but it's a good thing she did because it was a hotel which means maximum death if she fucks this up oh yeah um 
And I, I have a hard time believing that that hotel has the same mass as that office building. But it does. Uh... Like, just people alone makes that no. Um, also, wouldn't by removing the people from the building reduce the mass of the building and so yeah, like, they yeah, would take a the, different building? The event has started, and that means you can started. cheat physics. Exactly. <laughs> uh, physics will come back and explode on you later. I mean, I mean if it's here. quantum physics, then physics doesn't even really apply, and it's mainly just like, eh, they whatever should, works. They, they should have evacuated all the people, the building disappeared, and then the people still disappear. Is what should have happened. <laughs> that would have been cool. That would have been really cool, but also Fringe doesn't quite go that dark. Remember, this was 2010. <laughs> if this was 2020, yeah. then yes, that's what they would have done. If uh, this was 2020, they wouldn't have found the building. But it's okay. Um... They manage to get everyone out. Building disappears, and it's just an empty lot in New York now. So someone's going to build something in there in like two days. Um, but hey, don't worry that that nightman that uh, bellhop has the rest of the night off. Yeah, too <laughs> too bad. All of his identification and stuff was in there. So now you know can't get into his house. Can't call a cab. He has no money. It's fine. He does get to you know like hold on to Olivia's ass for like a solid like thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and isn't isn't that the dream to grope Anna Torv? <laughs> is that what you're saying, Nick? No. Is that no. it's all worth it? I believe that's what you're saying. Nick 2020, I, think... I really want to grope Anna Torv. <laughs> Nick 2020, no. oh hey look, there's this grown man and a 17 year old girl. Nick 2020, I really want to grope Anna Torv. No. <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> Uh, we then... We're just repeating what you said, dude. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, man. It's a shame oh. the actual recording of you saying that is forever lost to time due to Craigery glitch, but <sighs> David and I heard it, and it's record. Oh, uh, David, um, you want to know what you're going to be really excited about with this, by the way? Midway through this recording, I swapped between the two mics and a new caster because I you think... You absolute it... cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I checked it halfway through and went, huh, why is that on webcam mic? What the fuck? It's still... It's all the recording mic on Discord, but a new caster be weird. Uh. Anyways, um, <laughs> Olivia and Broyles are in his office watching TV, and they're like, oh yeah, the hotel went under unscheduled controlled demolition. <laughs> and Olivia comments, conspiracy nests are going to have a field day, which wasn't that the explanation for one of the other buildings at the World Trade Center on 9-11? Maybe? I don't I know. Don't that, that, know. Feels, that feels a little bit... Uh... Too on the nose for yeah. how recent... Like, only nine years after? Yeah, because, like, they're already, like, pushing some boundaries by bringing up 9-11 multiple times. Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, a kid in my grade 8 class did a speech on how 9-11 was an inside job. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, uh, man. Can't believe right. I actually never told you guys that story. Anywho um let's let's get to the last let's get to the last scene of the episode well, here, bros is like hey what triggered your ability and she's like i guess it was just time when really she knows it's because her heart went a flutter at the sight of peter's face <laughs> i really expected you to run quick rhyme quick david there. is that is that fringepedia or is that me oh god uh fringepedia no that's mm. me uh, <laughs> it was fringepedia that's, if you that's, that's a new game that's a new game fringepedia of me <laughs> uh yeah, and Peter's like, hey, he's on the phone with Astrid, and he's like, hey, can you come play Monopoly with my dad? I gotta go try and bang Olivia. <laughs> Her sister's out of the picture now, so I gotta try and bang Olivia now. And I, I mean that literally. Her sister's not appearing on frame in this TV show. Um, yeah. Olivia knocks on the door, and Peter lets them in, and Olivia notices that um, Peter is glimmering, 
and uh she's like oh my god you're a vampire (laughs) oh man why do you sparkle in the sunlight and walter notices that olivia notices and he just says don't tell peter and that's the end of the episode and now you have absolute 100 percent undeniable confirmation that peter is from a different universe yep or the alternate universe even Which, again, I feel like we've already known for a while. uh, Yes. You've had, like, arguably solid proof since... um, We saw his grave. Literally since season one. (laughs) Lab lab woman who Walter drugged up and then she wanted to bang him, like, 20 years later, like, was staring at Peter. But, yeah, no. Welcome to uh, the main plot point of season two. Bum-bum-bum. Uh, hey, can you guess what the glyph for this episode is? It's reveal. Because <gasps> wow. the writers are full of themselves. We already knew that about the, the <laughs> second we found next episode clues, we knew the writers were full of themselves. Yeah. Aww. Um, Speaking the, of next episode clues. Uh, the Observer passes in front of a large fire truck just as Broyles and the science team are arriving in front of the damaged building at the beginning of the episode. So, hey, we get early Observer this time. All right, David, you ready for the fun thing? Yeah, shoot. So do, do you want to guess? It's the other question. Okay, what was last episode? I barely remember. Last, last episode last... was Nazis. And Nazis. it was the, the messenger from uh, okay. topical episode one, Plague, had so, the world united yeah. thing, world tolerance. Yeah, yeah. So um, definitely when they were in the scene with the dude making all that weird Nazi art, Something in there, probably like a poster or something, referencing. Uh, yeah, what's it know. referencing? I'm curious. I'm curious. Uh, a glimmer. I think it's related to glimmer. Hey, wow! You got, hey, you got glimmer. Um, you got half of it. Yeah. Um, and it's sort of Nazi related. It's just the real Nazi instead of the fake Nazi. Uh-huh. Um, and it's when he is testing um, that uh, toxin dispersal in that alleyway. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he, one of the posters, uh, in the alleyway, this is our second alleyway clue, by the way. Um, so yeah, cause the clues are alleyways. bullshit and they can't think of anything. Um, <laughs> uh, but there's a poster there for the Glimmer Brothers. Fucking, uh, <laughs> even though it would have been so much better if going off of David's idea, there was like a painting or something in the background that had a similar glimmer effect to what they had in this episode. Exactly. That would have been much better. Or like a picture of a dude with four arms. No, because they knew that that (laughs) glimmer effect was bad CD. (laughs) Would you have taken like Da Vinci's man with extra limbs? Yeah. Yeah, because that's directly something like, hey, we're gonna see. Like, (laughs) is the dude of extra limbs. Not not the glimmer brothers? No. (laughs) That's just a word. (laughs) Uh, Episode ratings. Um... I like this episode. This is a fun episode. This advances the plot. We get more Peter Olivia ship action, which is always good, good times, and really good body horror. This is like a four, four and a half. Yeah, I'm I'm going four and a half here, mainly because mm-hmm. um, so like yes, it, it it gets bumped up because plot relevant. Yes, all of that, but also it's got like a bunch of like fun little Easter eggs tossed into it as well. Like it's just like solid all around. Yeah, um, and like, there's a lot of like fun little things. Like, you could tell that they had fun with this episode in just like making it and tossing in little reference for people. Yeah, yeah, I'd I'd agree with a four and a half. I don't think I'm catching as many references as you guys are because you're looking at it from a different perspective. But yeah, really good episode overall. I think this has been one of the best fringe episodes we've watched so far. So I do. Uh, also... I... 
I do really like this was just one of the little trivia bits from there. Um, but remember when they're like when Peter's like, "Hey, it's a thousand miles from here to Jacksonville." Um, and oh, and Walter's Walter, like, "It's a thousand and sixteen. And yeah, no, it's a thousand and sixteen from that lab in MIT or in Harvard to Jacksonville, Florida. <laughs> like as a straight line, it's as exactly a, as the crow flies. <laughs> uh, fun good. facts. Uh, the most, the funnest fact I could find was that <laughs> this episode, so Fringe decided to do a thing with the Science Olympiad. Oh, cool. Is, I remember like, that. Yeah, an or, American team competition, uh, sort of, where they do science events. And yeah, so Fringe, I, I, I did one of those. It was fun. So, sorry, sorry, not Fringe, but Fox was doing an initiative with them where they would release little lesson plans about episodes of television. And this was the first episode Fox decided to do. Oh, God. How many limbs did the man have at the end of... The intention was for students to learn about earthquakes of different magnitudes, as well as the impact of buildings and how it could be mitigated. So, you know... What? Yeah, that's what they took from this episode, which, I mean, a little yikes for this episode about child experimentation to lead to a lesson plan for children. (laughs) But, you know, whatever. Aw, Science Olympiad was a good time. That's all I got from that. <laughs> Fucking nerd. It was a good time. No, I did reach for the top, which was the uh, You're more of a nerd oh, than me. Yeah, I also, I also did reach. It got me out of like three physics tests. It delayed them by a week. Suspiciously, both of you guys sound like more nerds than me now. No, because we man. lost reach, every reach single was, game because we were bad. I was the best player on our reach team, and we were shit. <laughs> we had matching jackets, though. We didn't. Um, I do remember being at a I forget which high school it was, but they said the answer, and I was like, "Ah, oh, Jesus! I can't believe I didn't get that." And the one teacher looked at me dead in my soul and was like, "We don't swear here." And I was like, "What?" It's like that's just the Lord's name. I didn't realize that was the swear. <laughs> you, I, I, I was can't praying. remember. If, <laughs> I can't remember if we were at the Catholic school, but like. Dude, I'm from a public high school. Like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. It's weird to me that, like, the whole don't take the Lord's name in vain is weird to me. I don't get it. It's blasphemy. Yeah, man. It's not real. It doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> uh, so what I'm hearing I, is this all I'm saying is every day. All I said was that fish was good enough for Jehovah. <laughs> <laughs> Jehovah, Jehovah, Jehovah. Don't make this any worse on yourself. How can it get worse? Uh, Anyways. I gotta go watch Life of Brian. Hey, well, you can go do that now. Uh, who's on outro duty? Charlie is. Oh, it's, it's me. It's <laughs> trying my best. Therefore, the episode will never end. Let us yeah. continue God. shooting the shit. God. Hey, David, uh, mailbag section. Uh, mailbag is empty. I didn't check, but I can check. <laughs> Vamp for me. Oh. Uh, mailbag time, mailbag time, time to have a mail. Oh, you're actually vamping. Okay. Mailbag time, mailbag time, time to hey guys, the mailbag's empty. Yep, yep. <laughs> mailbag. Well, hmm. thanks for suffering through this episode of Four Seasons um, Landscape Solutions with us. Ah, Charlie. <laughs> Gotta keep it on topic. If you don't get that joke, look up uh, news from like three and a half weeks ago now. If you don't get that joke, where were you? <laughs> where were you and how can I join you? Uh, um, yeah, thanks for listening. Um, if you want to listen to more of us or if you want to direct other people to this torture, 
Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, uh, our home at Podbean, basically anywhere you find your other podcasts, because I'm assuming you have to listen to other podcasts to find this one. Um, if you want to tweet at us to express your rage, uh, we're on Twitter at Forsaf. And if you want to really express your rage, you can email us at forsaf at, at gmail.com. Thank you very much for listening. I'm so sorry we do this to you week after week, but you keep coming back, maybe. I'm not why quite you, sure. Why are you doing that? We appreciate you, but why are you doing that? We appreciate Guys, it. Guys, stop questioning why? the listener. <laughs> <laughs> Outro. The theme music for Four Seasons and a Funeral is Algorithms by Chad Crouch and is licensed under a attribution non-commercial 3.0 Creative Commons license.